everybody. We are back with another episode of Translating Love. I'm British Wifey, <laughs> and this is I'm British Danny. Hello, everybody. Well, I have to say, my British accent is far better than yours. It's not. <laughs> my whatever, whatever. That's the only word that you do well in a British accent is whatever. Might. That's getting better. It used to be, oi, mate. Oi, mate. <laughs> There's a shrimp on a Barbie, mate. That's Australian. Let's have some scones, mate. <laughs> no, we are back with a new episode of our podcast, Translating Love, the most watched podcast in the on world. On TV. <laughs> the, the best relationship podcast out there, on apparently. Netflix. On Netflix. Um, and we are back with a new episode. Do you want to maybe tell them one more time that we're back with this a new is a new episode, and we're back, everybody. Uh, Unless you're listening to this like three weeks after we posted or something, and then, then it's, then not, it's new. not a new episode. Then anymore. there might be already a new one, so don't skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we are back with a new episode, and I have to say. This is a new episode, everybody. Wow, that's exciting to have a new episode. Uh, you know, I had coffee at a friend's house the other day, and he was like asking me, like, "Hey, how you, how is like the podcast going? Like, are you planning to change something in terms of releasing schedule?" Or Did you, he really ask that? Yeah, or are you sticking with uh, uh, the the basically weekly uh, release? Um, and uh, I said we will most likely stick with the um, weekly release. And then he said, yeah, it's probably super hard to find any topics. And I looked at him and I started crying immediately. Uh, he had to turn on the shower so I could sit in it a little bit <laughs> with my clothes on, <laughs> crying. No, but uh, it is hard. It is hard. We we had, we had do have a list of topics we want to But that's the weird thing. We have a really long list technically of topics that we could do but i feel like a lot of times we look at the list and we're like i don't know if we can do that or that takes more time because we have to do a lot of research before that topic mm -hmm. or, or we just think of something randomly and yeah. thought like hey let's do that or we have an idea where we invite people on the podcast mm -hmm. to talk about a certain issue which we did already and we can do again if you we will be doing again actually the, oh, the soonish not the next episode but the one after that. No, probably the next episode. No, because this one comes out on Friday and that's not until next Saturday that we record that one. So it's already oh, yeah. after the next one. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but um Podcast math. Um what 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 did I want to say? Um the 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 the, the 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 Topics, thinking of topics. And how we Right. <laughs> I have guests on sometimes. I lost the train of my thought. <laughs> Um, it's just my train of thought. Um, but it's hard. And if you are someone who is interesting and if you're like a <laughs> professional in some field or whatever, or if you want to be a part of like a guest or something because you have something insightful to say, um, then hit us up and we can arrange something Yeah, that works for you and us. But yeah, other than that, let's dip, uh, let's go into the episode. This week we're talking about money in relationships because that's a pretty 
common topic of discussion or argument for a lot of couples, I think. I mean, the and, money problem is... And I think a lot of um, a lot of couples fail. I don't like the word fail, but a lot of relationships don't work out because of money problems and because of like arguing over money and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. And so we thought it would be kind of a an interesting topic to talk about. So I guess before we go, I, pretty much everywhere you read something, you read the same things when mm -hmm. you like search like money and relationships or money problems in relationships, you get the same things on you almost every almost article you read. the same tips, yeah. Um, either it's tips or it's like mistakes that couples make um, or like things to avoid. Mm -hmm. um, and so we'll go over some of those classics as well. But maybe you just go into like what briefly what what it was like for you like growing up, like how you saw your parents deal with that stuff, if you saw them deal mm -hmm. with that stuff, if you noticed it, um, and just like your own personal relationship now with money. I mean, I don't know. I, I always had this relationship. I never really had that much money growing up. I worked for my almost my almost all of my money. Um, I didn't get any allowance or something. So for the German listeners who don't know what allowance <laughs> is, it's Taschengeld, which means, which means pocket money. Um, but I never got that. So I, I, I don't know. I never really had that much money. And the only thing I got sometimes was for like a birthday or Christmas where I got a little money and where I was able to buy myself something or I sold something that I, you know, got or made or whatever and, and I got money like that. Um, but other than that, I never really got any money from like my parents or something. And they were all, I mean, we weren't like super rich. We grew up privileged, obviously, but still we were, I would say middle class and more to the lower end lower middle class lower middle class so i don't know my my parents struggled with money a lot at least from my understanding and not that they couldn't pay any bills or something but still we we had to look out can we afford like that holiday can we do that stuff how is it going to be with the car and stuff like that so there weren't i don't know we weren't that rich to be able to afford anything and i compared to my friends or most of my friends i didn't have that much money or things to buy with money when I grew up. So therefore I developed this like almost hoarding <laughs> mentality of like having enough money in the bank or like on the side if something happens, mm -hmm. which is kind of stupid because most of the time, um, I don't know, the amount of money you would need if something happens is not that big because of insurance or whatever. So. I don't know. I mean, here at least. Here at least, yeah. But still, you you know, I also got that from my my grandmother because she was always like, save money, don't spend anything that you don't need because she grew up in like the poorest of poors, like after the Second World were having nothing. So she knew how, how important it is to save money and to have mm. money in the bank. Um, but still, um, she, I don't know, I got that for her a little bit too. So you turn around every year or twice and stuff like that instead of saying in, in no. basically what it means you you 
try to get as much out of one like a little amount of money as possible mm-hmm. um, which makes sense but at the same time you don't want to always support the cheapest things in yeah. terms of food or, or clothing so sometimes it's better to but that's I mean that's essentially the same thing you spend more money but you get more value out of it yeah. anyway so with clothes they usually are uh, not only better for the environment but also better for the workers and mm-hmm. also much uh like, basically buy buy less often but right. the things that you buy make sure that they're quality right. and things that right. and and don't buy excessively right. but if you're buying those things that are more high quality and more like environmentally friendly you're spending a little more money on them anyways and you feel good about buying them so then you're right. like okay i don't need so much i don't need to do right and that's also what i've been noticing too yeah but yeah other than that i mean there's not more not more to say to the whole thing how about you sir <laughs> uh we were also similar we were middle class um i don't i don't really know if we were considered lower middle class or middle class but in the u.s i guess we were considered lower middle class if we were here with the income we had we'd probably be considered middle class i guess i mean you had like a house and stuff right when you grew yeah up. sure yeah we didn't have that <laughs> I grew up in like a a barn and a box <laughs> and a little shoebox and I slept in the shoebox until I was 16. Wow. And then I got a new one. A slightly bigger one? A slightly bigger okay. one because my shoes were bigger. Sure. Yeah. Um, but our house was smaller than this house. I will say that. So okay. The house that you grew up in is bigger than our house was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but... Um, I mean, not by that much, though. The second, the last house that we had was about this size. Um, but we, I mean, my family, my my mom was always really good with handling money, saving money. She's one of those people who's like, she does save mm. and like save, 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 and then those savings are things that she really wants, like trips and stuff, like traveling is are like you, her big thing. Are you on her will? I guess. <laughs> okay. So, um, my... <laughs> if, if this laughing makes no sense, I haven't decided if I'm cutting something out or not yet at this moment. So if this laughing makes no sense, it's because I just cut out something horrible that boy you just said. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. I basically not, just... Not, we're not repeating it because then I have to cut it twice. <laughs> it's enough. Um... But I, I mean, my mom's been like save, save, save kind of person, very responsible with money. My dad's also very responsible with money, but he also had these phases of like when, and dad, if you're listening, this is not a negative thing. <laughs> it's just, I get it from you because I was that way too. And I tried to be aware of it, but like it would be when something happens, like when he wanted to spend a little more, it typically was like a a longer stretch of that so it was like you buy something but then you kind of like catch the bug you know like the Mm -hmm. shopping bug or whatever it is i don't know if you want to call it that but where you just want to keep getting stuff because it feels good and it makes you feel good um i think that's a little less so now can that can that be something i mean i don't know but i know we at least that's what we learn in like school that that can be that excessive behavior in terms of buying stuff in like a long stretch and then it stops again. Can that be related to like borderline? 
because like it's the high what do you mean borderline borderline you mean bipolar Bi uh, bipolar not borderline yeah bipolar yeah 100 yeah. yeah because it's like this high and you're like writing this high and and it feels so good to get stuff 100%. get stuff yeah i mean i i have thought about the fact that i could have have bipolar disorder i don't mm. think that i do but i've definitely at least in the past have felt that mm. that that could be true for me and it might still be true for me mm. i don't know um but but yeah but overall we had a pretty healthy relationship with with money growing up and did you have an overall I did have overalls. Okay. I had multiple pairs of overalls, actually. Overall, we just had overalls. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also one of those kids. I, I, I mean, I, I don't remember. I think we got an allowance for a while, but I don't think it was a, a often thing. It wasn't all the time. Are you still getting an allowance? Yeah, sure. Five dollars <laughs> a week. Five. And, <laughs> and. But but I will say my parents were very nice about like once in a while if I wanted to go to the mall with my mm. friends sometimes they'd give me like twenty bucks or something, tree fitty tree fitty. But that was also not something that happened super often to my recollection. Um, it was very much if you want to get stuff you have to earn it and you have to mm. you know. Mm. Um, I mean I want to make my children work for money. I mean, I do too. Not in not in a slave labor way that nah, you're probably thinking of. I'm in not. Your head. I'm not. Or like a sweatshop. <laughs> sweatshop. <laughs> you need to make those fake Gucci bags, and then you get twenty dollars. <sighs> nah. Um, but more like you know, if they do something, if they help around the house or stuff like that, they get a little money. See, or if they I'm bring against, daddy some beer. I'm like. Or some drugs. I'm against getting... Go buy daddy some drugs, kid. <laughs> I'm very against doing chores for money because those things should be done anyways and you shouldn't get paid to do that. But not chores. That's not what I mean. Chores, I don't mean. But more stuff like that, that's out of the... Like they're not going to get the... paid to clean their room or to do the dishes. No, no, no. no. But for example, mowing, mowing the lawn, for example. Sure. That's, okay. that's something sure. I mean. Or like shoveling the driveway in right. the winter. Technically, those things should be done by everybody anyways. That kind of fits into chores for I me. Wouldn't, I wouldn't but... pay them for it, but it's like a little booster. Yeah, sure. And I would make it like they don't get something all the time sure but sometimes and so they, they can don't also like it. i also want to like instill in our children that they can go ask the neighbors if they can have you know, some money mow yeah, their, no mow their <laughs> lawn the neighbors should give them some money <laughs> mow their lawn or shovel their driveway and the neighbors pay them for that so you I know it's like a service our neighbor that's... doesn't like that if someone else no mowed. our one neighbor would not like it if somebody else mowed his lawn he is his very sacred, adamant about doing that sacred lawn um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, otherwise I was kind of the same. We didn't have like, compared to some of my other friends and we lived in a kind of a hoity-toity area. So compared to them, they had a, like a lot of stuff and they mm. could go shopping whenever they wanted. A lot of my friends would like take their parents' credit cards mm. with them and just like go to the mall and well. get whatever they want. And I I never understood that. And I, I felt jealous of it when I was younger, obviously when I was mm. a teenager. Um, but yeah, it it instilled like this thing in me where you have to work hard yeah. for the things that you want which i appreciate i didn't get my first car until i was 25 mm. and no i uh, but that's the same for me i worked everything i had or have i worked for myself and mm -hmm. i paid for myself mm -hmm. there were small little things they i got sure from my parents as a present like for birthday or christmas sure 
but um, there was never any like showering with gifts or, or just <laughs> buying anything because I just wanted it. Thankfully. Yeah, we had that, but not, it wasn't an often thing. It was a, a special once in a while thing. You never had that. I asked for like a toy and, and, and they should go outside and play with dirt or play with the, <laughs> the stick that's laying around there. I used to eat dirt. Yeah, it's fine. When I was a toddler, I ate dirt. Okay, that's <laughs> that's something for a different episode. But um, let's uh, talk about money things that yeah. can be a problem. But let's first take a break. Okie doke. Break. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> that is our new break song. <laughs> I hope you like it. Um, yeah, so money can be a pretty big strain on our relationship. Yes. And I think also the relationship with money can be a problem. Yes, because I think a big thing is that everybody has a different relationship with money. And then when you come together, those not only your relationship with each other mm-hmm. is a challenge, but your individual relationships with money and trying to make that one relationship mm-hmm. can be challenging especially when you move in with each other and with when you live with someone and when you n- need to spend money on something that both people need or yeah. uh, um, use well and in our instance too and probably for a lot of our listeners i guess who have done long distance relationships or moved in together after that I mean, in our situation, I moved here with nothing, Mm. essentially. Mm. I basically spent everything I had to come here um, and didn't have that much after. And Whatever. 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 And then I, the only job option I really had was to do a job that I'm making like 400 something a month. And it's like an au pair, you know? That was a cheap job. (laughs) Was for yeah. the work that you do. That's nothing. You can sell naked feet pictures for more than that. Yeah. Yeah. But so that was a big struggle for us because I'm also one of those, my personality type is I do not like to be dependent on people, especially financially, mm. because I think that kind of stemmed from my last relationship a little because my partner was very dependent also, on me. Also, I think up, up to a certain point, like if you grow up and if you have been independent and yeah. you know that feeling then you don't want to go back to right you right know, and so that no money that's something that like i i cannot stand i hate being dependent on people mm. and i like to feel secure and i like to feel comfortable in my financial situation and to not have that which i was very secure in the u.s with my last job as a nanny and then to come here and basically have nothing and be making way 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 less than i was making there I felt very unstable. Yeah. And I think that was hard for you too because then I was feeling dependent and you were probably feeling like you had a massive like weight on your shoulders. Yeah, especially you were buying all those Gucci bags and yeah. I'm like, I have no <laughs> fucking clue. First of all, how you got my credit card and second, <laughs> how we, how I should afford all those Gucci bags. Yeah, because you know me, I'm all about high fashion. Who needs 100 Gucci bags? <laughs> you put them into each other like the Russian dolls. No, you never do that. You you never open them. You never use them. Otherwise, they lose their value. Oh, see. <laughs> you keep them in a locked safe. 
And it's just the knowledge of having that makes mm. your status much higher. I know, but I think when you move in with someone, uh, a good thing is to first of all be open with each other in terms of finances. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I think the worst thing what you can do is hide something from the other person, like yeah. having a secret bank account or a secret credit card or something. Mm -hmm. Or in the US, especially where you have the credit the credit card scores or what is Ooh, it like the, the credit score the credit oh, score and and uh like the what is the other thing well the problem is that the in the us or the number where you get like if you can get the loan but the that's credit the score. credit score okay the the problem in the us and this is especially important when you want to get an apartment with somebody or a house or whatever you're doing is that if you have a bad credit score and your partner has a good credit score, that's going to affect the types of apartments that you're able to get. If you both have a bad credit score or don't have a credit score, because most people don't, mm -hmm. you can't have one until you have a credit card, which mm -hmm. is lame. Mm -hmm. So basically, most people, and by the time they're out of college, they still don't have a credit score. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass. And then sometimes you need a co-signer. And if you don't pay your your bills on time, that affects your co-signer's credit score. Oh, yeah. It's insane. So it's like this massive chain reaction of shit. So, so yeah, in the US, you really need to be open about finances, yeah. credit scores, debt. needs yeah. to, If you hide debt from your partner, that can be a massive oh, problem. Oh, by the way, I have $3 million in debt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another topic for a different episode, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's true. Um, and especially when you move in with each other or um, into their house or into his house or into whatever. Um, I think it's good to also talk about like uh, your lifestyle um, or in terms of what you want in terms of the small little things or what is important to you. Uh, and also if for example yeah for example like clothing and like interior stuff mm -hmm. um because especially when you like uh try to make it your home mm -hmm. you probably uh, want like uh buy some furniture or whatever and that's also something to talk about to is it like okay this is the amount of money we have is it is it important for you to have certain things is it important for me to have certain things or or are we trying to just like get the best out of the money we have mm -hmm. or as cheap as possible or use stuff, which is also good, like really awesome or go to like a flea market and get some really cool retro old school mm -hmm. shit, you know? Um, but that's also stuff that should be talked about. And then further with that expectations, I think in terms of life, for example, okay, we have this apartment right now, we are renting it. But in the future, it would be cool to like, um, I don't know, get like a house mm -hmm. um, or like buy an apartment, stuff like that, where you uh, discuss long-term goals, financial long-term goals mm -hmm. that also uh, should be addressed at some point. And then maybe you go to like a bank or something and talk to them with yeah. in terms of financing. I mean, I, I think the, the main point here is that, it, that you need to be open about not only your wants and desires. It's funny, every episode is like, we talk about an issue and then it's about communication being that's open. That's what it is. We should just start the episode like, this is the topic today and the solution to it is being open and talking about <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> the whole episode is fine. true. Seconds. Everything revolves around that. Yeah. And sure, it's not comfortable for me, especially. I don't know why this is, but it's really uncomfortable for me to talk about finances. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's something that you need to do. And it's stupid it, because it can't stand in the way. And it and it does stand in the way. Mm. That's the problem. It's it stands in the way for a lot of people. Mm. And it's not like a. It shouldn't be some big secret. Like how much money you make. Sure, you. It's not like you have to tell the world how much money you mm. make. But if you're in a relationship with somebody, I just made a dollar. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's that's important. I think another really big one, not just moving in together, but nachos. weddings. Did you just say nachos? No. Oh, okay. I said another really big one, not just. Oh, I heard nachos. <laughs> not just. Wedding? Uh, moving in together, but getting married. Oh, sure. Because weddings can be very expensive. Oh, yeah. And that's something that you need to talk about with your partner mm -hmm. in terms of, hey, and we, this, that's the problem. We didn't really do this. I mean, um, we did. We did. But we said we don't want to spend that much money for, and my. Uh, yeah, but we didn't really make like a plan of like we're only spending X amount on this, oh, X amount on this. I mean, yeah, I had like a limit set for myself. Yeah, but you didn't <laughs> discuss. That's true. We didn't discuss it really. Um, but it also was like a month to plan. So, but it also at that point too, I wasn't really making that much money. So, so you it didn't was, have to say anything anyway. So not that. That's not nice. You're going to wear this feather costume made by chicken feathers. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> and we're going to get married in that barn there. I would actually like to get married in a barn. You can make it look nice. Um, no, if I, I celebrated a marriage in a barn and it was not nice. Yeah, it depends on the barn. It was moist and, and okay, it smelled like nice. like old wood and, and, and stuff. And it was mm. like, uh, I don't know moldy in there and nice let's see i wouldn't pick that location yeah it was very uncomfortable um but the the point being that those things need to be talked about with your partner and and you need to figure out together what your limits are because and there needs to obviously be, it's another thing that always comes up in this podcast is compromise that that needs to be something that gets compromised because one person might want a wedding where there's 300 guests mm. And then the other person might be like, yeah, but we have to pay for those 300 guests' meals. Yeah. And that's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, the parents take over a little bit of that cost. I wouldn't even say most of the time. Or sometimes, at These least. These days, sometimes. I wouldn't say most of the time. That's true. But sometimes, yeah, especially because, I mean, like a couple of, like 10, 20, 30 years ago, you got married like when you were 20 and stuff and you... Didn't have that much money. I mean, in the U.S., I don't know how it was here, but the old tradition in the U.S. was that the father of the bride, bride paid, paid for the mm -hmm. wedding. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing here, essentially. Yeah. But that's so bizarre. now people got, get married so much later and they're in the middle of their life earning a lot of money or decent amount of money usually. And then you pay for your wedding yourself usually yeah yeah but i also think that's how it sh i should i think it should be that way sure it's nice when people are able to help and willing to help i think it's nice but if, if the you decide say, to get married then it should you should also be in the financial place to do yeah, so sure, obviously obviously and also think it's stupid to i mean personally no offense if someone mm -hmm. does that but personally i think it's stupid to spend more than ten thousand bucks on a I wedding agree. Um, you have to think of it this way. I mean, we this talked is one about day the, of, right. This is one day of your life. And it's and about the people. It's, it's about, about the, the food. People. It's about it's about it doesn't have to be about the food. But if it's shitty food, you remember that. Sure. I mean you don't actually. But you don't I don't remember our food. I remember one thing that we had 
there. That's the two That's things. Including I remember the people at the moments. Exactly. Everything else I don't. That's what you take away from it. So don't spend $5,000 on a wedding dress that you're going to wear once. No, you want to know how much my wedding dress was? A hundred bucks. And you want to know what it was? I found a nice like lacy top, probably on Amazon. And on Etsy, I got like a, a custom made two like tutu but a long like really mm -hmm. really long tutu looked really nice it's so gorgeous and i put them together and made it look like a dress mm -hmm. it cost me like a 100 bucks mm -hmm. <laughs> and people really... are like oh you look so nice then they were turning around what is she wearing <laughs> she looks like a an old an old do you know lumber how, dog do you know how many compliments i got on the dress yeah fake compliments they were nah, there were so true. many no she looked really beautiful for but <laughs> sorry wow yeah but the point is it it's one day and you shouldn't if you could use if you have a ten thousand dollar budget for a wedding mm -hmm. why not try to make it a five thousand dollar budget or you know whatever yeah. you know it's more expensive in the u.s for some things but yeah. Why not try to like half your budget and then use the rest of that money for your savings or for, or for something like else or for your honeymoon? Honeymoon, or, yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. or I for think drugs. It's so much better. <laughs> Please don't use it. On drugs. Um, and a last point I want to just quickly address is like the bank accounts because a lot of people like still, or I think the traditional thing is to like merge bank accounts. That's very traditional, yeah. Um, and I think there are a lot of um good things about it especially when you have like a family and a house or like an apartment stuff like that where you have bills to pay and where things come out of like the same um pot of money gold but um gold. <laughs> um but uh i don't know i think when you when you're together when you're married when you're in like a solid relationship where you plan in the future where you possess something that belongs to both of you i think you should look at a certain like at your money as one thing it's easier to do when you have like a co-joined bank account because then everything is together and you have like a bigger better overview and it just everything comes out of the same thing mm -hmm. but at the same time i also believe it's possible and it's totally fine if you do it from like two different ones but then there at least needs to be another system where you can have like a better um, overview over the expenses and, yeah. and, and incomes at least. Well, I, I read something interesting that, that said, obviously people, if, if you decide to have separate bank accounts and they say you need to do what works best for you, there's no one solution mm. for every couple that works for everybody. And sometimes it works better to have a joint one. And sometimes it works better for couples to have separate ones mm. and to just say, like, delegate things like, okay, you pay this bill and I pay this bill. Um, like That's always mm. the responsibility. Mm. Or or you split the bills mm. when they, you split all the bills when they come. Mm. But they said something that I found really important and interesting where you, you don't, splitting the bill doesn't necessarily mean splitting it 50-50. Mm. Splitting the bill means, okay, if you look at somebody who makes yeah, $100,000 yeah. a year versus somebody who makes $50,000 mm. a year, would you ask those two people to spend, spend the same amount on no, the bill if you have the, joint bank accounts right. or if you have separate bank accounts right. where you split it, okay, in an, in an even way where mm. it's like this person pays 75% and this person pays 25%. Mm. Mm. And 
that is also something that I think is good to consider. I agree. That I agree. it's it doesn't splitting doesn't have to mean fifty fifty because that's going to put a lot of strain on one person if they make less money than the other. That's that's a good point too because arguing about money is most of the time always about how much I make and compared yeah. to how much you make. Yeah. Um, and that's a big thing because first of all, it's not good to compare that because most of the time the man makes more just because it's in the uh, society. It's mm -hmm. like still a societal issue that in most Western countries, the man makes more money than the woman. Yep. And I think it's the same in Asia. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, so therefore, it's always a really unfair way of comparing that thing. And also it puts you in like a position of power mm -hmm. which is not good in terms of you should be equals and you should not put that above anything else yeah. um, and if you do that if that comes up more often i think you should address it either with yeah. your therapist or in like a conversation and get over that shit or work on yourself what is that thing that why i have to bring up money all the time or why do i have to bring up that i paid for that that and that even mm -hmm. though you know it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things yeah. it shouldn't matter Agree. I'm done with my notes. <laughs> I just want to go over quickly. I read something about like six common mistakes that, that couples make in terms of money. Mm -hmm. Okay, quick. That's why I wrote them in short. Um, the first one is they don't ever talk about money. Mm -hmm. at, I mean, yeah. And, that's, and they give the example of like before moving in together or marriage. Those are the two big ones. Yeah. But talking about it is important and that doesn't mean talking about it every day but they say that you should have a conversation about money once mm -hmm. every month at least mm -hmm. and i think that that's important so hey money is cool yeah i think so too okay <laughs> good conversation yeah um two only one person is responsible for the finances that's stupid that's stupid because then one person always has a more clear view than the mm. other person and also, the other person's less less aware of what's going on. Also, if someone happens to the person and then it's super shitty if the other person has no, you know, it has yeah. to go into all the details. I mean, learn you, how you watch those like shows all. I mean, like I for some reason went to Gilmore Girls in my head, but like when the grandpa <laughs> dies. Oh, yeah. And then mm. the grandma's alone and she's mm. saying, like, I don't know how to do any of this. He handled all our finances. Yeah. That's such a common thing in, like, movies with old people and stuff. Yeah. But you don't want to be in that situation where you don't know anything about your finances together. Mm. So she had to get put down because she was not <laughs> able to survive anymore. Yeah. Number three, um, rushing to the decision about merging your bank accounts. Yeah. And they say a lot of times it's romanticized after you get married, everything is one, you put your bank accounts together, blah, blah, blah. But again, that's something that every couple needs to decide for themselves. And they gave a tip about that. If you want to like dip your toes in the idea of merging bank accounts, but you're not sure, mm -hmm. you open a separate joint oh, banking yeah. account together and you have you each have to put in a certain amount each month. And mm -hmm. that's like your spending money to use with mm -hmm. each other. And mm -hmm. then you have your own private thing as well yeah. just to see how it goes. Or that's for bills, you know, whatever it might be. You use mm -hmm. that joint account for bills I and mean, then the rest of it. The thing is, I, I like that idea and I don't think you necessarily don't even have to open a bank account, first of all, because you have to pay something for the account most of the time, unless it's an online account. Mm -hmm. But still, I think it's, yeah, just use a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet. A spreadshirt. A bread. <laughs> a bread shirt. A bread shirt. <laughs> a spreadsheet or like an Excel you know stuff like that yeah. where you where you have it all or there are programs financial programs yeah. uh, even for free where you can say okay this amount of money 
Um, I put in every month and this person puts that amount of money and then you can list all the things, the expenses and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And you have, because that's all it is, a bank account, it doesn't really matter where the money lays. If you have a clear overview about the expenses, blah, 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 I think it's, I think that's easy too. Mm -hmm. Don't give the money to your bank. Uh, number four, you keep money secrets from each other. We talked about that. Mm. So things like having a second bank account, having a secret credit card, having money. debt and not telling your partner about debt. Um, this one I didn't totally agree with, but spending a lot without telling your spouse. I agree with it to an extent. I just bought a boat. Right. That's something that I'd be like, eh. But they gave the example of like, they spent $500 without telling their spouse. And it's like, <gasps> yeah, sure, that's a big expense. But if it's their money, if yeah, it's not a yeah. joint banking account, I understand it if it's a joint banking account. Mm. If it's not and it's their own money and you trust them to be responsible right, with right. money and that they're not like Going doing that all the time or, or that mm, you're not going to mm. have, you know, financial stability yeah. with, because of that, then I think it's fine. Or Obviously, like, if there are other problems, like investing into a, da a dairy uh, company, <laughs> that's a bad choice. In that's a bad choice. Um, number five is you don't save for emergencies, and I think that's also what you said before when you said it was stupid to have so much there for no reason. I actually disagree because I think that there should be a certain extent of it's sure a certain money extent. saved for yeah. emergencies. Like what if something happens to your car and you have a big, you know, car expense? But that's or what, what I if mean. something happens? What, what, what is, if there's a fire? What if there, sure, you know? Sure, but they, that again, that be a little goes bit of a with, cushion. with uh, insurance. I think sure. there is a certain amount of cushion. I mean, we could go into like uh, stuff like that where you talk about, okay, I have a cushion and then I put the rest of my money into stocks or into mm. your stuff like that where I can make actually money. I think that is a combined system is better than just having a, a ton of money laying around yeah. doing nothing because for what reason? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last one is the last mistake is you ignore the details. And so in that case, they meant things like who pays which bills. So like you ignore, you don't mm. pay attention to mm. who's paying what or you don't make like set rules yeah. between that. So then every month it's a fight of who's paying what. Mm. That's true. Um, who's paying for groceries. They even say things like it's, beneficial if you're like going out to dinner together to, that you decide mm, beforehand who's, who's doing pay. what because then it's not like a last minute and i think we're pretty good we don't decide beforehand but we're pretty good about just trying to equally yeah, do true. that where we're just oh i'll get it this time you know or whatever trying to equally make me pay that's true. yeah <laughs> <laughs> or with groceries or whatever it might be but i that's think it's true. really important to if that's a difficult thing in your relationship mm. to start doing that ahead of time and just say, oh, yeah. I'll get it this time or let's split it this time or, you know, whatever it might be. I get it this time where we just pay, uh, we buy two things. <laughs> you get it the next time where we buy our weekly I'm gonna groceries. I'm going to have the lobster tonight and you only had a soup, so why don't you get it this time? I'll have a scone with my tay. <laughs> Jolly old good tay. Let's watch the tally now. <laughs> so we're done with the episode, everybody. Please like, subscribe, and follow, and also rate the podcast, please. Yeah. And, um, and share the voice podcast. message on anchor.fm slash translating dash love. Um, or visit our website, translatinglovepodcast.com. Or visit our Instagram at, at translatinglovepodcast. And please also, <laughs> um, please also share the podcast, yes. 
Share the podcast on your friends on Facebook or WhatsApp or Instagram. What is this voice? I don't know. I just, I just, I just adapted it and I like it. Are you trying to not ease your tongue that much? It seems like you're pressing no, no. your tongue down into your... No, 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 no. Maybe, I don't know. But that's my new podcast voice, everybody. So Ooh, I think we're about to lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, please share if you like what you hear. It means a lot to us and it helps us a lot. It really does. I know we say that every time, but it actually really does help us significantly. Also, and we can see it in like the numbers. When people it. share it, we, we see, see it. the numbers go up it. and it's really Also lovely. a big thing, um, if you have suggestions in terms of topics, just send them to us. Yeah. We, we are open to we them. We are always and open we, to new topics. We read them or might not and just delete them anyways, but please send them to us. That's not true. Don't That's say not. that. We always read everything <laughs> I know, that we people always, send. We, we really appreciate it. And that. we always respond. Yeah, it's true. That's also okay. nice. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ooh, that was a loud one. <laughs> goodbye. Jolly goodbye. Servus. <laughs>